Should we be saying yes to our children more? Yes. Or do we not say no enough? Yes. So yes or no? Yes. So say no more. Yes. But you're saying yes. Yes. Okay, let's get into that. Yes. Before we jump into today's episode, we just wanted to share a few things with you. First, we'd like you to like this episode and then subscribe to our podcast. If you're doing that on YouTube, also hit the bell notification so that you know when we post anything new and then share this with somebody that you feel like would be this would be beneficial for. That's right. If you would like to support our show further, uh, we would welcome that. You are welcome to do that at anchor.fm slash marriage by design to check out your options for supporting the program financially. Otherwise, guys, the links to our social media are always in the description of every video, so feel free to check those out there. And now, let's get to the show. Hey everybody, I'm Nate Warnock. I'm Andrea Warnock. And this is Family Friday on the Marriage by Design podcast. This is a show that we do every Friday, or Thursday. Or sometimes not at all. It's a surprise. (laughs) It's like Christmas only without a date or a time. Right. Uh, It's a show that we come out with regularly towards the end of the week where we talk about what God's design is for us as parents and how we can live that out practically in our lives. Go ahead. Oops, sorry. No, go ahead. Okay, so this week we wanted to talk about the whole idea of saying yes to our kids more or the idea of should we be saying yes to our kids more? Do we have, should there be like days where we only say yes to our kids yeah i think this is what spawned this conversation originally is there's like a movement on uh tiki talkie and <laughs> insta and uh fake book and all that where uh typically moms although i've seen some dads do it post these videos where they're like i secretly decided to tell my kids only yes for 24 hours here's what happened it's it's like a thing where the parent decides i'm gonna say yes to my kids tomorrow but they don't tell the kids that it's just something that happens so then and then they tape it and right put it because we all know kids ticky talky yes because we all know that kids are going to ask for all sorts of things all day all the time that's pretty much all they do so, so the question, because then a, a number of articles came out, several of which Andrew and I have read, about psychologically, you know, we really should be, you know, it's really important for our kids psychologically that we say yes to them a lot more often than we say no. Because otherwise it trains our kids that the world around them just wants to shoot them down or whatever. And we're really not here. I'm not I'm not I'm really not here to make fun of the the psychological yeah. part of this because it's a question we started asking ourselves is is this a thing? And for a while you and I sort of disagreed about this. Um maybe we still do. And then maybe we still do. Uh and then, you know, I found an article in fact one I I posted a link in the description below this uh video or this podcast that I'd encourage you to to click on because I I think it was a pretty uh reasonable yep, I think it was a pretty, thank you for looking. I think it was a pretty reasonable article about 
you know, really, how should we be thinking about saying yes and no? But, you know, obviously a lot of these articles we've read are not coming at it from a Christian uh, worldview, but we will be. So the question then, babe, and I'll let you kick off the first round of uh, discussion. What do you think about this just as a thing? Because I know when you first saw this, you thought like, oh, maybe that'd be something fun to do. And that was probably like three kids ago. And now you, who knows? You would be, we'd own like a different house and be living on the moon. If well, you if agreed it was to just say yes, I have I have one child who uh, asks for a lot of things. I don't know if we're thinking about the same child, but but this child is constantly asking for things. <laughs> and if I were to say yes to this child we'd be in $20,000 of debt after the first day, <laughs> after maybe the first two hours. Yeah, that's funny. So, yeah, I, I, so naturally as parents, we of course cannot say yes all the time to our children. We shouldn't say yes all the time to our children. Why is that? Well, there's this whole thing of like, you know, their safety and security. Sure. So, yeah, and I think, I think we can, let's set some ground rules here that we're not talking about mommy. Can I touch the hot stove? Sure. Like, you know, we're, we're obviously we're not talking about things like that. You know, we're talking about all the, like, can I have gum? Mom, I spit out my gum. Can I have another piece of gum? Mom, I don't want this gum anymore. Can I have this toy? Can I have this toy? Can we go to the store? Go buy this. Can I eat cookies for breakfast? All the stuff. Right. Yeah. Right. So, what was the question? <laughs> no, that you, you, I, <laughs> like I, 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 I interrupted memory. you. No, no, no. You, that was my fault. You said, of course, we can't say yes to our kids all the time. And you're talking about safety and things like that. Yeah. So, um, the heart is deceptively wicked. <laughs> yeah. Jeremiah 17, 9. Who can know it? So, our hearts are, and it's not like children are wicked when they're asking these questions, but our hearts not. deceive us. Our right. hearts want in the moment what we want they're they they're out for our hearts are out for like uh not your best interest yes they're just out right. for what sounds good right now right and um that's the way kids are and kids are foolish and part of raising them is to raise them to understand not foolish things and and to have be able to think about these things that I want in the moment. Is that really what I want long term? Is that really what's best for me long term? That's part of that's part of raising children is to kind of see the errors of their foolish ways without pointing it out like that. Um, and having an understanding of of mature concepts. So, yeah, kids just want a lot of. Well, kids just want stuff and they're foolish in their in their wants. And part of the thing as parents is is raising them to understand that, but also I can't spoil my children and let them have everything that they want um because then what does that look like as an adult? What does that So when they become an adult, then they expect to get everything that they want in the moment. Um you know, will they work hard because they just expect everything to be given to them? Probably not. So there, there's definitely a huge piece of raising kids of like, 
I can't give you everything that you want right now because it's not for your good. And then can we understand more about the Lord and why he doesn't give us everything that we ask for? Because he sees the bigger picture. It's, great, it's really not for good. your good. It's I, And as a parent, if you're a parent, I want to give them almost everything that they're asking for. I do. In the natural me... Yeah, I'd love every time we went to the store and they're like, Mom, can I have that truck and can I have this cereal and can I have this whatever, 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 to be able to say, sure, yeah, no holds bar every day. I'd love to give you, I'd love to give you everything that you want, number one, because I'd love to have the, like, just to have the finances to give you everything you want, but I'd love to, for you to have everything you want and still turn out to be good people, but that's right, probably but not going to happen. Right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, chapter 6 of Deuteronomy, uh, the Lord says through Moses, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. And these words that I command to you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise. One of the things that I think becomes clear from Deuteronomy comes clear from Proverbs when the Lord talks about us as parents driving foolishness out of our children. Uh, and and I thought you, I think you really hit on something important. The entirety of Scripture where we see the Lord's uh, dealings with the Israelites in the Old Testament and the church in the New Testament and his disciples in the New Testament, Jesus' disciples, they seem like children yeah. <laughs> a lot of the time. And that doesn't make God happy. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, part of this is the natural state of children is foolishness. Th th that's just the natural state, right? Otherwise, we wouldn't be told to talk about this with our children when we lie down and when we rise up. Because they'd already know it, right? I mean, if, if we look at, at Scripture as necessary for living... And and by the way, uh, and we should we should do a family Friday on this some at some point. The reason why we teach reading, writing, and arithmetic is because these are things that originally are because these were things reflected in God's creation around us. So the reason why we teach our kids is not because we need them really bad to be a doctor. It's because we have a responsibility as parents. That for our kids to understand deeper the things of the Lord. And in order to understand the things of the Lord, you need to be able to speak good and read good. Thanks. So that's why we do these things. But implicit in that is your kids are dumb until you drive that from them. And, my, my and that sounds, what the way we're say, saying it sounds really harsh. It's a... When we say they're foolish, that's not the entirety of who they are, right? I'm not and they're, that you might no, have I know. an intelligent child. Right, right. Or that they're dumb. That's not the entirety of who they are. Like, children are a blessing. God call, tells children uh, or um, to be like, to be like, have faith like children, you know? Right. So, and he always wants, let those children come to me. So, he has a very special relationship with children and and That's we right. see children that way too. That's but right. the reality is that they are foolish in that they don't understand like we do as adults. They are, they are, uh, yeah. 
Right, and and the point is, and the reason why I even say that is the point is in the context of what we're talking about today, which is this whole, you know, should we be saying yes more to our children? I, there's there's a part of this where I look at that, and and I'll admit that I'm the stodgy, you know, get off my lawn guy when it comes to some of these things, but I look at that and go, well. No, we probably should say no to our kids more often. In fact, I'm looking around at a lot of parents around me, and they definitely should say no to their kids more often. Not because, you know, yes is a bad word or we should be crushing our children's dreams, but because our children need to understand you are foolish, and and I, and I mean, and and one of the ways why there we say that without saying, "Hey, Johnny, you're an idiot." is by saying, no, you can't put your hand on the stove. No, you can't eat 15 pieces of candy because we're fun killers. No, because it will hurt you. And and here's the problem is uh, when we say th- uh, yes to our... So let, because I can, I can hear the people listening that go, well, why not let them eat the 15 pieces of candy and then when they're barfing their guts up, they're going to learn. Let me ask you if you want your child to live their life that way. Because someday they're going to get married. And hopefully, as a loving parent, you're going to say, okay, now you need to be careful with your wife's heart and you need to guard yourself against other women because... It will only take one time of her catching you looking at porn or catching you texting inappropriately with another woman and you're going to destroy her heart. And do you want your child to go, well, this is, this is like the candy thing where you yeah. told me it was going to be bad, but then I, I, I just, I had to experience it. And here's the real problem. What if your kid eats 10 pieces of candy and doesn't throw right. up? Right, like, let's not teach our kids to try the extremes. It's exactly and right. And see what doesn't hurt us that we can continue on with. That's right. And, and see what does that maybe we shouldn't do that all the time. That's right. And a ton of things that kids ask is the extreme. And those things that aren't, we're going to address separately here in a minute. Because I do think there's a part of lazy, there's a part lazy parenting plays in this. Yeah. And I'm willing to raise my hand and say I'm probably the ringleader of that. Um, but... So many of the things our kids ask us for are extreme things. Can I have a snack? No, I'm making dinner six minutes from now. So can I have a snack then? Or No, you can't because I'm going out of my way to prepare good, wholesome food for you. you can't, you're not going to eat junk right before we eat dinner together, right? I mean, we these are extreme things, a lot of the things that our kids ask for. And it gets worse as they get older, right? Can I... Go hang out at this party. Well, what are they going to be doing there? Well, I don't know. We're just going to be hanging out till 3 in the morning. No, you can't. No. Mm-hmm. Because you as an adult understand the kinds of things that probably you and definitely I got up to at 1 to 3 o'clock in the morning just hanging out at a friend's house. Yeah. Right? I mean, in quotes for those listening. Right. So, uh, you know, these are the things where as parents, we have to have discernment to recognize, okay, what things are extreme things, and we need to be okay saying no to those things. Um, for me, there are two reasons why, and feel free to add in if you have some others, but two reasons why parents uh, 
don't kind of follow through with this. And I guess one is a, a justification for saying yes, and that's that you don't want to have the fight. Because oftentimes when we say no, that's followed by weeping and gnashing of teeth uh, with our younger children and what the cold shoulder and, and arguing and whatever from the older children. Um, and again, when they do that, I think it's a good opportunity for you to lovingly say, this is the kind of foolishness that I'm trying to help you to overcome as my child. Mm -hmm. Because when the Lord says no, it doesn't matter if we lay down on the ground and start kicking our legs around in a full circle like a psycho. The answer's no. And the times in the Bible when God changed his mind because people threw a tantrum never turned out well. Look at the Israelites with the manna, the Israelites with the quail, the Israelites with uh, asking for a king. I mean, there are a number of times when they threw a tantrum and God finally said, fine, try it. And right. it never worked out for them. The, the second, do you have anything to do no. on that? Okay, the second of those um, with regards to saying no is lazy parenting. Um, and this is where, and I, I admit that I fall into this trap where one of my children, whomever it is, comes up to me with that inquisitive look in their eyes where I'm about to get a question and I haven't even listened to the question and my answer, I'm forming the word no on my mouth. Because maybe it's not an extreme thing, right? For me, there's a lot of things that aren't extremes. I just don't like them. Like Play-Doh. For some reason, Play-Doh is a thing that... It starts as a ball about the size of your hand, but the mess it makes is like as if the Play-Doh was the size of your head. I don't understand how it is. Don't argue with me. It's just a fact. <laughs> You're doing it wrong. They're doing it wrong. <laughs> I don't ever have problems with Play-Doh. <laughs> but, but, but my point is, look, is that an extreme thing? Dad, can I play with Play-Doh? No, it's not. It's just me being lazy because I don't want to deal with getting it out and cleaning it up and doing all of the stuff. And look, sometimes, you know, it's if we're going to eat in 10 minutes or whatever, or leave or whatever, then the timing is just not right. But then but then we should be saying that. Yeah, that's right? I think that's an important part of no is that I try to give my kids and this is the hard part is I think that so when I tell my kids no, I try to give them a reason why. And I remember growing up my parents would say just because, and we've had conversations as an adult about this, and I hated it, and I promised I would never do that with my kids. Well, I do sometimes. Liar. But really what was happening when I was growing up, when my parents would say just because is because they had given me the reason over right. and over, and I had kept arguing with them, and right. finally they just said, no, just because. Right. And so it was really not that they were saying no very often and saying just because. So right. there are times that I do that same thing, but, but, um, giving them the reason why, no, you can't do this right now because then that just gives them fuel for an argument for them. And so I find that exhausting, but it just, I think it's the, I feel like it's the right thing to do. If I'm going to tell them, no, I need to give them a reason why. Okay. And they may not like that reason. And for them, if they don't like it, it doesn't make sense. Right? So then they just keep asking. They argue. Or they argue yeah. or whatever. And that's, yeah. it is exhausting and it's hard. 
So, um, <clears throat> I, but I think as a parent too, it's important to try to say yes when you can. I agree. And when you're not spoiling the child, spoiling them sometimes is great. You should spoil your child sometimes. Excuse me. You should surprise them with your yeses sometimes. Maybe you don't just. No, I do. No, I think that's good. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, <clears throat> I mean, there's the, your your kid will. <clears throat> your kid, your child will never light up as much as when they ask something they think is ridiculous. And you say yes. Yeah. There's plenty of things that my parents let me do that I thought for sure they were going to say no to that I have great memories of. And they weren't even, one of them was rollerblading in the house. I mean, my parents did not care that I rollerbladed in the house all (laughs) over the carpet and all that. They just didn't care. And I thought for sure, I thought I was like not getting away with something because they knew I was doing it. But I thought it was so cool that they weren't, that they didn't say no to it. And at 30 something years old I still remember that it was a big deal to me so did what? you wear your helmet and like the <laughs> all of the elbow pads that's a and... story for a different day no I did not <laughs> so yes yeah, saying saying yes in times where you think your kids are thinking you're gonna say no is fun for them it gives them great memories spoiling them sometimes is great we should we it just shouldn't be a lifestyle of that right I agree um Sometimes we need to say yes while saying no. So can I play with Play-Doh? Yes, you can no. play with Play-Doh after dinner. Never. Oh my gosh, Nathan. What? Yes, you can play with Play-Doh when your mom gets home. Hey, okay? now we're talking. <laughs> can I go outside and r- jump in the puddles? Right. Yes, when you're 12. <laughs> Well, no, mommy, but yes, but, yes, towards the end of the day, so we can take a bath, or right? Something, you know, whatever. So, if there's parameters, so re rethinking your answers sometimes is good in not just immediately saying no or right. no because we're having dinner in a little bit. Right? Can I say yes? But kind of tweak the answer, yes, after dinner or whatever. Then right. great, do do that, and I think that will make a difference. I think it I don't think it does make a difference with our kids. The other thing that can be powerful for our kids is the no and let me show you why. Yes. So there are a number of things that are physical things. The, the stupid example for little tiny kids is can I touch that? Right? Something that's hot. Um well, you know, if you're at home to be able to say no and let me show you why and then you take a piece of lunch meat out and slap it on the hot you know, pot or the hot stove or whatever, and allow your child to see what would have happened actually builds credibility for you with your child because they look at that and go, well, that could be my hand right now. So I'm really glad that that didn't happen. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, whatever. Hey, can I go outside right now? Well, no. And let me show you why. And then you open the door and there's a massive thunderstorm going on outside. That's another thing that seems to happen with our kids is they think the thing they can see out the window is a lie. And once they walk out there, it's going to be a completely different thing. Wouldn't that be great? Um, but, uh, but you know, that, that, that can be just a powerful tool for you to throw in. There's no, let me, let me show you why, or, or certainly, uh, you know, no, and allow me to tell you why if it's something that can't be shown yeah. immediately. So there was something that happened today that one of my kids asked and it was going to mean 
a lot of extra work on my part. That was Play-Doh, wasn't it? No, it was not Play-Doh. <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> but I said to this child, this that you're asking is a lot of extra work, and here's the work that goes into that. So if we're going to do that, I need your help then. That's good. And so putting some of the responsibility or some of the work on the kids when they're asking for something that you might want to say no to might be really helpful and give them then they're then then they're responsible for the answer right? right if if then they're not going to help you or they don't follow through with their help then it just isn't going to happen you know if, if my kids in the winter want to go outside maybe i have three kids in the winter who want to go outside in the snow that's a lot of work to get them all bundled up you know one of them can do them do himself but all my other kids are going to need help getting bundled up and getting their shoe, their boots and snow gear on. But if I tell my older two, hey, you need to do as much as – well, Jackson can do it all by himself. But you need to do as much of your own as you can, and then I'll help you with the rest. And then you need to help me get shoes on Lincoln right. and right. hats on and all of that. Right. Then that's more manageable for than – when really I would like to say no, because I just don't have 30 minutes to dress you all for you to be outside for five minutes and come back in. Right. Yeah, that's right. It's good. It's good. What else, baby? Yeah. I think, I think, yeah, if you want to have a yes day, great. Um, Better not have Play-Doh. <laughs> gosh, you're just on a roll with Play-Doh today. If you want to have a yes day, great. Um, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with that. But I think as parents, we need to really be thinking about why we're saying no to things, why we're saying yes to things. Are we saying no because we're being lazy? That definitely happens sometimes. Am I saying yes because I don't want to fight? Is that really the right thing to be doing? Yeah. Am, am I wanting to say yes because I believe that saying no is psychologically damaging my child? Because, it, yeah. and I think that's a real question to ask, because I know that's a thing out there with the free range parenting and a lot of the the sort of modern philosophies of parenting that the millennials and Gen Z and all that are getting caught up in. And you need to really spend some time thinking about, can that be justified to a biblical worldview? Mm. And I don't believe that it can be. Mm-hmm. Now, does that mean saying yes is wrong? No, it doesn't, for all the reasons you just said. Mm-hmm. But, but if you're saying yes because you don't want to psychologically damage your child, I would make the case to you that you're probably damaging them psychologically by not helping them to grow up in a structured environment. Yeah, you're trading one thing for another. That's right. Right. So the point in all this is to really be thinking about our answers to our kids and really helping them to understand their what we call foolishness, you know, not right. telling them that they're foolish, but helping them understand the reasons why we're guiding them in, in the way that we are. Yep. And to also have some times where we're saying yes to things that they think they think we'd never say yes to. Right. It's a great thing for kids. Awesome. Yeah. 
Thanks, All right. Nathan. Well, what do you guys think? I'd uh, love to know your thoughts. Feel free to post them in the comment section down below if you're catching us on YouTube. If you're catching us on podcast, love to have you leave a review on that podcast. Love to have you go over to our Facebook page or Instagram and leave us a comment there. Those links are always in the description of the video. Guys, thanks so much again for joining us. Until Monday, we'll have a new Marriage Monday. We're going to talk about what it looks like in marriage to be naked and unashamed from Genesis. Until then, thank you again for joining us and have a great weekend. Remember, God is for your family. (laughs) 